Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by the Ozzy Osbourne to my Black Sabbath, Cleon Bewley. Yeah, well, we're back again, stronger and fitter. <clears throat> well, we say fitter, Dave may spit it. It's Shingler's List. How it, are you, brother? It is Shingler's List. You know what, you know what, Cleon? And normally, I answer that question with, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. But um, I've had a bit of a weird couple of weeks. Now, as, as regular listeners will know, we missed a week last week because I was a little bit under the weather. Uh, I'd had a rough week, so... I'll take you back a couple of weeks. On the Tuesday of two, of two weeks ago, I don't know the date, um, I, I developed what I thought was sinusitis. And yeah. I'm prone to sinusitis. I get it quite often. Um, and, and I wasn't too well. Now, people that watched and or listened to the to our first Instagram Live, which happened on the Wednesday, may have heard me say, um, I've not been too well, and, but I didn't actually talk about it. But yeah, it, it was the sinusitis. And on the Wednesday, I didn't feel too bad, which is why I said, you know, let's try this Instagram live thing. But then for the rest of the week, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was really, really bad. Um, and it felt like somebody had poured concrete into my head. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was just blocked and full, and the pressure in my head was was unbelievable. It was such such a horrible headache which led me to not really being able to do anything or move off the settee um for the rest of the week now on the sunday night as you all know i was furloughed and i was due back in work on the monday and on the sunday night something went almost like pop in my head and the pressure the relief of Mm. that pressure was was so good and the headache slowly got better which set me up for um for monday now obviously when we're not being good on the sunday night we didn't record the podcast yeah so i had the intention of doing something later on in the week and monday i wasn't too bad tuesday wasn't too bad but wednesday started feeling a little bit worse again a little bit bad and i was at work right and i was getting hot now the thing about where i work it's quite cold where i work we have a a, a supply um fan like a, a an aircon kind of thing um, to keep equipment cool, and it's quite cold. So I was sweating, um, but not like temperature sweat. I wasn't temperature hot. It's like I'd just been for a, a, a jog hot, you know what yeah. I mean? But everybody else was cold, and everybody else was saying, Dave, it's, it's cold in here. You shouldn't be this hot. And I noticed a couple of times. Well, I didn't really notice, but thinking back like later on in the day, um, I noticed that I developed a little bit of a cough, but nothing that you wouldn't... It was just like something... It's fucking December, you know what I mean? And you... <laughs> a little bit of a cough. And so we, I didn't even think of anything until the next day when looking back, like in hindsight. So the Wednesday night, I'm not feeling brilliant. Um, and we're sat at home and we're watching I'm a Celebrity. And I eat a raspberry protein bar now these things are quite tart they've got a very strong flavor in them and it was a bit weak and i'm like god this is fucking lame they didn't put enough raspberry in this one and it was about an hour later i realized i couldn't smell couldn't Mm. smell anything and that is literally took me that long like all fucking day basically for me to go oh shit (laughs) uh so um this week is episode 150 <coughs> of Shingler's List. And oh. I, uh, throughout, because I knew we'd hit it come the end of the year, um, I, I was thinking throughout the year, I've been thinking like we should do something special. It's 150, it's a nice big number, it's an anniversary number. Um, so for, for episode 150, I sit here in front of my microphone addressing you, the listeners, uh, having tested positive for COVID 19. <laughs> So that is my, uh, yeah. that, that's what happened uh, from my part for episode 150. 
So, I've got a few questions I, for I, episode I thought, 153 days. I thought you would have, somehow. <laughs> right, so, what's the first five days? When did you test positive? So, uh, on the Wednesday night, uh, I realised that I'd lost the sense of smell, which is really funny, and we'll get into that later, because I'm still, it's still, it is quite, it's not funny at all, but it is quite funny looking back on it. Um, so, on the Wednesday night... I realised what was going on, and I was like, you know what? It still could be sinusitis, because loss of smell is a symptom of sinusitis, but in the times that we're living in, um, uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to have to get a test. So, you know, I made made it aware to the family that we're all going to have to isolate for a couple of days while I wait for test results to come in. So I went straight on to the NHS um, track and trace and, and... test booking fucking uh, app uh, i did it all through the app um put my symptoms in and straight away it said you've got to isolate um book a test you've got to isolate so you book your test through the app so i booked the test and the test was um like eight o'clock in the morning the next morning or half eight o'clock. i think it was half past eight mm. um and i got up went and got the test came straight back home um and then it's just a waiting game um so throughout the day i was like still like kind of trying to smell so when was this wednesday this was thursday morning thursday it was wednesday morning. night when the symptoms kicked in and it was thursday morning when i got the test and, and for the rest of the day i must admit i was quite i felt quite rough but you know you don't know what's wrong with you it did feel like sinusitis it did feel like mild flu at this point couldn't smell anything, couldn't taste anything. Um, and we, I woke up. So, you know, Thursday, been and gone. We went to bed. Um, and on the Wednesday night, my missus developed a fever. So she also booked in for a test on the Thursday as well. Um, now, on the Thursday night she really couldn't sleep she was shivering proper like you know when you've got a fever when your body you feel cold but you're actually 300 degrees and she woke up at like four in the morning and uh, which woke me up and she said i've heard my phone go off could you pass it to me so i passed it over and it, it, it literally the results had come back through so it was less than it was less than 24 hours and the results had come through and we both tested positive so this came through at about three in the morning the results did um so you know we both knew we were positive we both knew, knew we had to definitely isolate now um the you know the, the kids have got to isolate with us as well so it was a case of phoning schools and stuff in the morning but it was the friday so like two days later when the symptoms really kicked in uh, but we've both been um experiencing different symptoms now for me i haven't had a fever i haven't been uh, i haven't had a temperature i felt cold yeah. Um, now, I don't know whether I felt cold because of COVID-19 or whether because it's fucking winter. It was snowing the other night. I don't know if you saw that, lad, but, it, but yeah, it's cold. It. It's cold anyway. Um, and But, my, I mean, right now, my fingertips are, are really cold. The rest of me is not too bad, but my fingertips, my nose, my face is really cold. Um, the, the worst part of it has been the cough, which hasn't been too bad today. I've had about three coughing fits today. But the cough comes from nowhere. When you when you normally cough, it comes from your chest or your throat. Like there's mucus on your throat, and you and you cough it up. Or if you've got a chest infection or you've got a bit of flu, it comes from your chest and it's wet. You know when when they say a new continuous cough, that's that you know a dry cough. They fucking mean it. It's dry. It comes from nowhere. It's like it's coming from the middle of your head, but there's nothing to it. That it's so dry. But once you start coughing, it's so difficult to stop, which then affects your breathing as well. So you get really yeah. fatigued really quick. Um, so the coughing happens, and I found trying to breathe while you're coughing agitates the coughing. So you'll try and take a breath, and that agitates the cough again, which in turn stops you from breathing properly. So it's really horrible when it happens because you, you struggle so much to catch your breath. Um, and you get fatigued really, really quick. It tires you out. The, the one thing I've struggled with is just, I just feel um, drained. I don't necessarily feel sleepy tired. I just feel drained. I've got no energy at all. 
and you get quite um, confused. I'm, I'm getting quite confused with it as well a little bit. You know, I can't gather my thoughts. Um, so, like, the shortness of breath, the cough for me, and I still can't smell anything. My taste has come back, which I'm super happy about So because I can eat and taste things now, but I still can't smell anything. Um, now, for, for the, the wife, what what she's experienced is the fever. So she's had the fever, but she can still smell. So she's still got a sense of smell. She's still got a sense of taste, but she's asthmatic. And with what I've explained to you about the cough, in turn for her has triggered yeah. asthma attacks. So it's we've been so... Well, I personally have been so close today to phoning 999. We ended up phoning 111 just for advice to see how we could make it like a bit more comfortable for it and if there's anything we could do to try and calm the cough and the asthma attacks down. But this morning especially, I was super, super close to just phoning 999, um, which is... It's a horrible thought because she'll have to go on her own. I can't go with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. She'll have to be on her own, um, which is... That's the worst thing for me, just thinking about leaving her on her own. But... As luck would have it, she's been able to, with an excessive amount of salbutamol, she's been able to control the asthma attacks eventually. Uh, but it's completely wiped her out today. She literally um, fell asleep this morning on the sofa uh, for a couple of hours, and then around lunchtime she went to bed, and she literally got up about an hour ago. It's completely, completely knocked her out today. Um, so, yeah, two, two, two positive tests and two different symptoms really i know we both got the cough but she's got the fever and i've got the the lack of smell right so what medication are you taking well i'm not there's nothing there's nothing to take it's just paracetamols for for pain and and to keep your temperature down ibuprofens i think um i mean i take vitamins but you know that's but there's no there isn't any medication it's a virus you you just got to kind of fight it off it's like flu you don't you don't take anything for flu you know what i mean it's a virus um so yeah i mean we did phone 111 we did speak to a doctor and the doctor has prescribed the missus some antibiotics yeah thinking it will help with the asthma and there's these other tablets as well that that help with the asthma but if she takes them we have to phone 999 it's what it's like i suppose it's like uh, if you've got allergies and you've got an epipen if you have to use your epipen you have to phone 999 regardless Do you? yeah yeah so if, if somebody uses an EpiPen, you have to phone 999 um once you've used it because then they have to come out and and deal with you after that um, did not know that. yeah yeah so it's something similar if she has to take these tablets if she has another attack we have to phone 999 they will have to come out to her whether they take her away or whether they just assess her here i don't know um so she's hoping to not have to take them um but no it's um it's not very nice, Cleon. It isn't very nice at all. Now, I know some people are asymptomatic. I know some people, uh, it's like a mild cold to them. Some people, it's like a severe flu. Uh, yeah. For me, well, I mean, obviously, some people end up in hospital on a ventilator, Some people and people have died of it. Um, but for me, it's it's not very nice, and I really wouldn't want anybody to go through this at all. It's it's so tiring. I'm I'm drained. I'm physically drained. Uh, but you've, you know, when you've got kids and stuff as well, and you're all isolated in the house, I can't leave the house, I can't go anywhere. So you've, you've got to try and get your shit in order. So the first thing I did before I'd even got the results is try and book an online shop. You know what I mean? And because it's yeah. Christmas, bookings, uh, Christmas and COVID, bookings are just disappearing left, right, and centre. So, you know, this was I, I booked a slot on Thursday, and it was for sun this morning, Sunday morning, and that was the only slot they had. Um, so I just had to take it. Um, so, you know, then you've got to be like, now we, we live next to like three supermarkets. We don't do the big weekly shop. We shop every couple of days. We just do small £10, £15 yes. shops because we're right next to supermarkets. There's no, uh, it's no bother to me to just walk up and grab a bag of shopping and come home. You know what I mean? So I'm not used to doing a big shop either. So it's trying to remember things. What do I need to get through the week? Um, it's all about organisation, but on top of that, you're also trying to breathe. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Are you going online now for your shopping? <laughs> um, yeah, well, that, well, that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did this week. 
Um, so we, we had a shop delivered this morning, which in all fairness, it's going to see us through the week. I've, I've overcompensated on everything. The amount of Haribos that got delivered, unbelievable, mate. I've got snacks coming out of my ears. Um, I'm, not sure <laughs> about, I'm not sure about real food. I'm not sure if I've got bread, but, um, but I've got all the snacks. We'll be fine for snacks. Um, I've got nuts. Well, the, the cool <laughs> thing is as well, we, uh, during the first lockdown, we tried one of them uh, Morrison's food boxes where it's like 35 quid next day delivery and you get this big box of food delivered to you. And we yeah. just we just tried one. We were like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what you get in it. And you know what? It's really handy. You get like, you know, you get pasta and bread and bacon and eggs and, you know, you get a bit, basically a kitchen's worth of essentials. And you get bog roll and kitchen roll and stuff like that as well. You get um, ham and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's everyone, you get cheese, you know, everything's, every box is a little bit different, but it's, it's mainly essentials, you know, a bottle of milk, things like that. Um, so what what we figured was is this shop will get us through the week but in case we needed a top up we'll just order one of them food boxes as well mm-hmm. and then you know we the isolation ends on the i want to say the 14th or something like that so you know we'll we'll be all right and we can leave the house after that so we should be cool and then you know family support as well you know, my brother's been and picked prescriptions up for us and my lady sister's been and done it and you know, you messaged earlier, anything you need, just, you know, let us know, which is really, really cool. Um, the other thing I've had as well is um, NHS Track and Trace Service actually phoned me. And um, uh, we, we've had to fill in, like, online questionnaires just to basically mm-hmm. tell them everywhere you've been from a certain date. Um, and anybody you've had close contact with, you have to list them as well. I mean, fortunately, I haven't had close contact with anybody that i've got to list yeah. because you know if i've had close contact with somebody it's been for two seconds in a supermarket while i've been reaching for a tin of beans or something like that um and at work we socially distance you know we measured everything we put things in place so that we are when we work we are socially distant um so you know i don't have to list anybody from work either um, so but it, it's just when you're not feeling 100 percent, you're trying to get through this because you get bombarded straight away with like text messages and emails from track and trace. You've got to fill this and you've got to do that. And then the phone call started and the first one was um, about isolating, about family members isolating. Have you been in close contact with anybody? Blah, blah, blah. But the other one I got um, was a wellbeing check and it was really nice. It was, uh, you know, a guy, I can't remember his name, but he says, I'm just phoning to check in on you, make sure you're okay. Do you need any support? You know, you're going to be isolating. It's a weird time of year. Some people are really struggling. If you need anything, you can contact your local authority. Um, if you would like us to, we can phone you every day just for a bit of conversation, just um, to make sure you're okay, just to keep your spirits up. And I thought it was such a nice... That's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. It was lovely, you know what I mean? It was It was so nice. Um, you know, and... What time do you call you tomorrow? <laughs> well, I said I was okay, so you know, it's, <laughs> I explained to him that you know I've got a I've got a good family unit and a good friend unit, so we're okay. But it's such a nice thing if somebody's on their own, you know what I mean, and they've got to yeah. isolate, they don't live with anybody, maybe they haven't got family, you know, just to get that phone call every day, just somebody checking in on you, you know, do you need any support? I thought it was a, it, it was lovely, um, <clears throat> but. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, a couple of couple of rough days. You know, it was it was difficult to get through them, but you've got it. I always call this um, chef mentality. You know, working in restaurants and kitchens and whatnot. If you ever, if you were ever ill, and you phoned in sick, the shit that you got for it was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, Claire, and you worked in um, in restaurants. You know what I mean? You you, you know the bants. You know what goes on, and. Uh-huh. You know, the only excuse for not going to work was death. Like, you, you know, if <laughs> you, 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 phone, you phone up and you're like, I'm not very well. Are you dead? No. Well, get your ass to work then. Um, and I think having that mentality, like, kind of ingrained in you from such an early age. Um, you know, I started working in kitchens when I was 16. And you've, got, you've kind of got that battle through mentality. So, like... I've now kind of instilled that in myself just in the house because at the end of the day, I've got dependents. I've got kids. They need feeding. They've got, they're working. They're doing schoolwork from home. Sometimes they need help. You know what I mean? So I've got to keep going. 
I've got to keep going and yeah. then I can crash when when I need to crash. And like I say, you know, the missus has been, she's been worse than me because of the asthma. So I'm, I'm also like trying to look after her as well and, and taking on a little bit extra work um, in the house so she doesn't feel obliged to do it. And it, mm-hmm. it is tough. It's tough. It's a, it's a real struggle because honestly, I feel like shit. Um, and it's like, it's yeah, oh are you still podcasting tonight it's like fuck yeah i'm still podcasting tonight i need an hour to myself it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but the, i think the the worst thing about it for me it's the coughing fits when you get one uh, the headache doesn't go away uh, this headache yeah. has not gone away it's permanent um the headache yeah so the headache hasn't gone away i can't smell anything which you know working with food i'm used to smelling things and especially when things are off and i'm having to like you know checking stuff in the fridge i'm having to get the kids to come and like can you smell this is it off <laughs> you know because i can't smell it um so you know just adapting to stuff like that uh, today's been smell this milk yeah what do you think <laughs> today's been a little bit rough you know i've had a few coughing fits again but i've been fortunate enough to not really have to do anything um i mean i've got studying to do i've emailed my tutor explaining the situation and i'm probably going to fall behind um, but you know, I've got a two week Christmas break coming up from the studies so I can catch up then with that. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to be able to spend the bulk of the day on the settee, not really doing anything. Um, and I, did, I did cook a massive, I did cook a massive Sunday dinner, which eating that, eating a massive Sunday dinner always makes you feel better, doesn't it? Like <laughs> it does. It does. Anyway, Dave, yeah. I've got some new music news. Oh, fucking hell you have. I've got some new music news in an artist we haven't seen for a long time. If I say the words, Nanny Nye, will you know who I'm on about? Well, I mean, you're either on about Dappy on his own or um, Endubs. I'm on about Dappy on his Billy No Mates. On his Billy No Mates. Has 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 he brought some tunes out? On his bill, you know, mate, so Dappy, ex-singer of M-Dubs, has released a video short called Intro. And you know what, Dave? Go on. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad, is it? Do you know what? It's not bad. The video, anyway, the video starts. Group of young lads dreaming of big time, Dave. Mm. Dreaming of the big time. (laughs) Making it, wanting the big car, making it in the music industry, and then falling out. And it's kind of a talk through time of him and a close friend falling out and him saying goodbye. Right. It's not, okay. bad, at all. It's not bad at all. So it's not bad at all. I I I um always liked Dappy in all fairness. Um you know, Endubs were, were one of them groups that they, they, they were good. Yeah, they were good at what they did. That that scene at the time, you know, they were good at what they did. But Dappy's solo stuff not long after. Um I don't remember the song. It was, it was when I look in the mirror, I don't recognise myself. It was that one. I don't remember the song, but it was a good track. Um, I don't remember that at all. And though. fucking hilarious on Nevermind the Buzzcocks as well, Dappy was. Yeah. So I've got nothing against Dappy. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try it. I'll have a look, look for that it's track. good. Have a look for that. Watch that when we finish. Intro. Intro by yeah. Dappy. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. Dappy. <laughs> by Dappy. It's a bit yeah, yeah, if you get what I mean. Yeah, though. yeah. I was yeah. out with the I was out with the boys and we were hanging and all that rubbish. Mm. It is a bit like that, but it's it's good. It's not bad. It's not bad. You'll enjoy it. Uh, out of ten, oh, I'll give it a seven. That's all right, that is, man. I'm I'm down down with seven out of tens. I'll give it a seven. Fully down. Just with seven out, out of just out of welcome back. Not bad. <laughs> it's a good smack. It's a good bat. It's a good bat, Dave. Well, we're on talking about on the sports side. We've got some football. Oh, go on. Oh, go on. So on Friday night, it was Newcastle United versus Aston Villa, and unfortunately, they all got coronavirus. That game was called off. <laughs> it wasn't me, I promise. <laughs> so Dave's been canoodling somewhere with the Newcastle United football team. We in, think in my car. Up I went, <laughs> Spread, <laughs> spreading the rona. Five guys. Does what he de- Does what he going to spread the disease? <laughs> anyway, uh, we had Burnley 1, Everton 1. So Everton losing a bit of form. They were top in the league not long ago. I thought, uh, what date are we on? 
Oh, no, it's all right. I found it. Case. I found it. I was looking at last week's, and Lamar Burnley didn't play Everton. I've got the wrong scores. Carry okay, on. Then. Carry on, Cleon. <laughs> Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I was rudely interrupted. City. Anyway, Man City 2, Fulham 0. Man mm-hmm. City back on form. West Ham 1, Man United 3. Man United did a good comeback. Go he on. went 1-0 down. I've questioned Solskjaer. He seems to be turning the ship around. Okay. But I'll reserve. Okay. I'll reserve saying anything just yet. Chelsea three, Leeds one. I watched that. That was a good game. Uh, West Brom one, Crystal Palace five. God knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, God knows. Uh, Sheffield United one, Leicester two. Tottenham two, Arsenal nil. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. And Liverpool, I think they play now upon time of recording. Yeah, yeah, it's nil nil at the moment. So anyway, Tottenham, you'll love this, Dave. The scorers for Tottenham were were Kane and Son. Yeah. Who were the assists for the goal scorers? Who were the assists? Uh, I've got no idea. Can can I? I was going to say Kane and Son. Yeah. Is that just yeah? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Good in it, that. Top of the league, Tottenham uh, walked over Arsenal. Uh, Tottenham looked like champions today. Uh, great balance throughout the team. Arsenal, I have questioned Mikel Arteta, haven't I, on previous episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. So there's a player, a attacking midfielder called Ozil. Or Ozil, oh, or yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call yeah. him, yeah. And he's left him out of the team because he says he doesn't work hard enough. Now, regardless of that, I'd still have that player for 10, 15 minutes of a game. Okay. When needed. I just wouldn't freeze him out of the team right. when what you need. What Arsenal need of somebody to link the defence and attack. And what they've got on the benches, well, what they've got not registered for the team, is somebody who links links the the back to the front, events yeah. the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's becoming a bit blindingly obvious now to Arteta, and I think it's becoming a bit of a bitch fest. Bit of a bitch fest. Need sorties there. Need sorties back room out. I think. Dave. <laughs> anyway. Strange things happen in football, and in local football, we had Bolton three, Port Vale six. Six, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh. "Stranger still, stranger still, Dave." Bolton's possession was sixty-seven percent, and Port Vale's was thirty-three percent. What happened? Did Vale? <laughs> I think Vale scored just bang, 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 bang. Was it not? Um, was it not it six? Six different goal scorers as well. I think so. Um, oh god what's happened here my phone crashed uh, I think so in other local news while Dave's checking that in other local news sorry uh, Stoke City 1 Middlesbrough nil. Stoke City a fifth in the table on 28 points and they're only three points only behind three points. first place yeah, in a purple patch mm. um, watch out watch out the potters are coming sake in all fairness, Cleon, right, if we count Bolton's goals as well, it was nine different goal scorers. Wow. Nine different goal scorers in that match. Um so yeah, great for local the local teams then. We both uh, both um got victories there. And yeah, like you say, we're stoked three points off top as well, which is you know, there's not the I I I'm not a massive football fan. When I was when I was a football fan, I was a Vale fan, and there's the whole Vale Stoke thing, which isn't even a fucking thing anymore. It hasn't been a thing for years. People need to calm down when it comes to comparing Port Vale and Stoke. You know what I mean? Because I completely agree. there's no comparison anymore, people. There isn't, and until there is a comparison, just stop it. Like just just stop it. It's silly. It's absolutely silly. But um, if you're even close in the same league, which you're not, which you're not, yeah, there's a whole other league before you get close to that. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other league. Two. Well, they're in League Two. They are. So there's. League oh yeah, two, yeah, yeah. So if you've got to get up from this, then league, championship. Then you've got to get up yeah. to the next league and then get in the championship before you even talk about it. So yeah. chill out. And Stoke fans, why are you bothered? 
Yeah, that's the thing. Why are you bothered? But I suppose you could say the same thing about Vale fans. Why are you bothered? I'm, I'm it's a, a Newcastle fan. I'm a Newcastle fan. I don't care about Sunderland. Do you see me posting about Sunderland? No. No, I don't. Get on with your game and, and that's it, isn't it? You know what I mean? I it's, don't even know what league of Sunderland are in. <laughs> well, this the whole the whole Vale and Southampton, like we said, Stoke are three <coughs> three points off top top of the league, and Vale are in like the middle of League Two. There's no there's nothing there's no nothing there. But I, I, my old man used to say this as well, especially when Stoke got um, promoted. He used to say it's brilliant. It's good for the city. It's great for the city. Yeah. And and as much as you know, I was a Vale fan when I was younger. Um, I think Stoke after having a couple of shit seasons to be three points off the top of the league is a fantastic thing for them it's a fantastic thing for them let's let's hope they can carry on on this trajectory you know what i mean let's see if they can get closer to the top of the league let's see if they can get into the playoffs you know what i mean even let's just see if they can finish in a respectable place but you know one of them i ain't saying that shit Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm too. I'm too nice for me. I'm good sometimes, Claire. I'm too nice I'm not for me. Saying that, but you know I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, Dave. My pens run out. There's anyway, gonna... I have got a bit of a topic to discuss. It's going to be no notes for this because my pens run out. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> anyway, yesterday, Dave, uh, I went out. We had hickories. Hickories. I don't know where that is. It's a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, where and then after it, we then? went Hickory's, we went flip out. Okay, yeah, right. And then after we went flip out, we went on, and we went walk round Chester Wall, all very nice and great and gravy. What's, what's, um, what's flip out like under, under COVID regulations? It's basically... Was it just you on your own? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was actually. Yeah, you book a an hour slot. Yeah, you book and the you've slot got and flip then you out go for in, the hour. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. Right. Anyway, all very nice and dandy, no problem. So anyway, I woke up this morning to the COVID police. Okay. Okay. What is the rules on crossing tiers, Dave? On crossing tiers. Um, <laughs> I, I understand, from what I understand, this is from what I remember because I haven't read it properly, um, it's, you're encouraged to not do it, but you can. I un- From what I can gather, you're, you're encouraged to not do it, If you're encouraged to not leave a tier three and go to a tier two or vice versa, but there's nothing in law that says you can't do it. Hmm. Am I right? Yeah, I think I'm right. Yeah, I think you are right. Yeah, I'll, I can I can look it up while you tell your um, while you tell me what happened. Oh, why has it this morning? Me 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 me. <laughs> All from everyone who lived in tier two. Okay. I was like, God! All because I've been five guys. I won't tell anyone where I am next time. That's another thing, David. Have you ever been to Five Guys? I haven't, dude. No, I've 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 looked through the door several times when I've been in different cities, um, but never actually ventured in there. Uh, I know a couple of people that rave about it, though. Uh, is it is it good? I cried. <laughs> Have you ever been inside Five Guys, Cleon? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I've got to say, it was immense. Was it? Great burger. Yeah. Knocks the hell out of McDonald's. I mean, anything does, in all fairness. No, no, no. Don't speak that bad about McDonald's. The double my Big Mac is fantastic <laughs> at this moment in time. I'm okay. Keep going. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please bear with us. I'm all right. <laughs> it just gets you. Oh. David, David, the double Big Mac, have you had one yet? I've not had the double, no, but I saw it advertised and I can just, uh, <laughs> I just remember thinking that's a lot of meat. Because I've had a triple cheeseburger and, and I was eating the triple cheeseburger going, you know what? A double cheeseburger is just nice. This is a bit too, this is a bit too meaty. So I was looking at the, at the double Big Mac and I'm like, that's, that's going to be too much meat, that is. 
I'll try it though. I've got to wait till payday. I'm a bit broke. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic, Dave. <sighs> Sorry, I am. I am just reading through these. Uh... Oh right, okay. Okay, yeah. No, it's just it doesn't really uh, translate well on the podcast, Dave. It's it's advised against. Stricter rules come in for those in tier three areas, very high risk, where all travel to these areas is advised against. If you live, um, it just says, yeah, it just uh, avoid to avoid travel outside it. It's not in the law. It doesn't say you can't. It just says avoid it. You know what I mean? So if you live in a tier one or tier two area, then travel to tier three should only be for essential journeys such as work or education. Those living in tier three um, are advised to avoid travel outside of it. Well, it was for education. Um, but but it just says avoid. It it's not, doesn't say you can't. It was for education. You know I mean? And as long as you're... It was for education because... I took Ethan around the Roman gardens. Well, that's... And I, mean, I walked him over the castle walls. I, mean, I took him out and it was for education and we had a burger after. You're justifying it, but you don't have to, Cleon. <laughs> I'm with you, it's fine. Like As long as you're adhering to... As long as you're practising social distancing and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. do you know what, Cleon, right? This is, this is another thing, to be honest with you. I've played everything by the book, you know what I mean? I stayed at home during the first lockdown. I stayed at home when we came out of lockdown because I was still furloughed. You know what I mean? I've, me and you went for that one fucking burger. And that was the only time I went out anywhere, <laughs> right? And that was in August. I went back to work and, you know, stayed within all the rules and regulations, constant washing of the hands, sanitizing, social distancing, all of that. I was furloughed again. And in all fairness, right, that I, I was two weeks furloughed again before I went back to work for three days. I have followed everything by the book. I wash my hands, I wear my mask, I only do essential travel. You know what I mean? There's been, you know, hey, I've walked... Hey, 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 I don't... <clears throat> I, I'm, I don't understand it. If I'm not allowed, right, I went into flip out, okay? Yeah. There was three of us. There was me, Ethan, yeah. and Dan. So we went into flip out, and there was three other people in there. Do you know how big flip out is? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty big. Huge. Pretty big. There were six people in there for an hour. Um, yeah, yeah. And then after the end of that hour, you had to get out, and six mm -hmm. more people came in. Well, fifty. Well, they had ten minutes where they were spraying it all down, and then the next lot came in. How was yeah. how do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the point the point I was getting. When you to, weren't allowed, you were only allowed yeah. in. You move around sections like that. I prefer it like yeah. this. It's like, not overcrowded. Like I say, man, the, the point the point the point I'm I'm getting to is you know I've played everything by the book. I've worn my mask. I've washed my hands. I've socially distanced. They recommended taking vitamin C and vitamin D, so I started taking that in June every fucking day, and still am. And I still caught COVID. I did everything by the book, and I still caught COVID. So, to me, literally this week, I was having conversations with people saying, like, you know, this whole lockdown thing is, is doing me tits in because it's a half-arsed lockdown. And, and a tiered system is just fucking lockdown. It's still lockdown, just with a different name. And yeah. it's half-arsed. So, for me, shut the doors or open them. Lock us down or let everybody out. One of the two. Because... I've played everything by the book, and I've still caught COVID. You know what I mean? I've done everything that was asked of me, and I've still caught it. So, you know what I mean? It's like, you may, for me, you may as well have just opened the fucking doors and let everybody do what they want, because I still caught it. I still fucking got it, you know. So That's a bit of a selfish attitude, Dave, what's the that fucking have to say. But what I'm saying is, like, you know what I mean? I'm just an example of somebody who's done done everything that was asked of them and still caught COVID. Don't... How have you... So where where did the... Have you had any inklings about Inkling where you caught where? it? No, it could have been from anywhere, man, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I've been, I've been to the supermarket, you know, so I could have caught it from the supermarket. I've been to work. I could have caught it from work. My lady's been to work. She could have caught it from work and brought it home. My son, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gutted for my lad because he is currently isolating anyway. So we got a phone call uh, two weeks ago tomorrow from the school saying, 
Um, he's been in close proximity with somebody that's tested positive. He needs to isolate for two weeks. So I was like, yeah, no worries, send him home. <coughs> and he's literally coming, like, tomorrow. He should have been going back to school, and his isolation should have ended. But now he's got to isolate again because of me. But... In all fairness, he could have caught it. He could be asymptomatic, and he could have passed it on to me in the messes. We don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Could be the same thing for my daughter. She could have caught it, um, and she could have brought it home. She could be asymptomatic. We could have got it from anywhere, absolutely anywhere. And when you think of the, the places that you've travelled to, you know what I mean? And, and I've not been that many places. I've been to the supermarket, and I've been to Poundland, and I think I grabbed a coffee from Cafe Nero once on the way to Poundland. But, you know, it's like, it could have come from anywhere. And I really, really, I really don't know where, where I've caught it at all. Um, like I say, the main symptoms didn't start to show until Wednesday just gone. But the week before, I had all that sinus problem, you know. And one of the things on the, on the questions that they ask you in the survey is, name your symptoms. Now, when they say, look out for these symptoms... If you get any of these symptoms, book a test. New continuous cough, lack of uh, loss of taste and smell, and a fever. They're the only three. Once you've tested positive and you're filling this questionnaire in, um, there's a whole fucking list. Have you got any of these symptoms? Joint pain, muscle pain, sinus pain, constant headache. There's loads of them. And it's like, well, yeah, I've got joint pain. I've got muscle pain. I've good, definitely got fucking sinus pain. You know what I mean? Um, I've had a permanent headache for two weeks. So there there are so many more symptoms that they're actually looking out for. And, you know, there should be. The problem is, if you list all the symptoms, you know, I get fucking joint pain anyway, Cleon. I'm 36. Mm. I'm, I'm knocking on a little bit now. I get joint pain anyway. You know what I mean? Headache. One of the ones was uh, being tired for no reason. <laughs> Welcome to the last fucking, like, 20 years of my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, though, man. I don't sleep, oh. very, I don't sleep very well. Um, I, know I haven't slept very well since I was a teenager. Uh, but the last two nights, uh, I've slept straight fucking through. I've had, like, eight hours oh, every yeah. night. I've literally woke up when my alarm's gone off. Um, I've slept straight through and it's just because my body's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. Dehydration, that's another one as well. I'm permanently yeah. dehydrated. <laughs> Constantly drinking. Constantly, man. It just doesn't help. I'm pissing clear. Just fucking like, just it's like tap water coming out of me, but I just feel dehydrated all the time. Um, it's wank. It's absolutely wank. <laughs> um, oh, tell you what I did do last night though. Go on. I watch Mulan. You watch Mulan? Is Mul it on Disney? Yeah, it's on Disney. I went out and <sighs> came on on Friday. So it's not on I that... I did not know this. Yeah, it's not on that stupid fucking Disney premiere 20 quid thing. Um, it's actually just on normal Disney Plus. So yeah, I did not know this because yes. if you want me to be honest, Dave, I've fallen out with Disney. No, why? 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 I've told you. I've told you, Dave. I've told you. I haven't stopped paying. I haven't that fallen out with Disney. I, <laughs> it's not yeah, that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I haven't stopped streaming them. I'm just not watching them for a couple of months. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm not happy. I'm not happy, Dave. Nothing's changed on it. Well, Nothing's I'm. Um, I've been watching The Mandalorian, so um, it's got my interest again. Uh, which is, series oh. series two has been very good. Where's um, the Marvel stuff? You promised me. Yeah, well, it'll come, it'll come. You can't uh, can't blame them for a fucking global pandemic. I mean, you could, I suppose. I mean, if anybody's if anybody's going to orchestrate it, like a global pandemic, I mean, Disney could orchestrate that shit, couldn't they? It's recorded. Release it. <laughs> why? 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 Why are all the studios holding movies? Because they're why? not going to make any money. Why? From it. That's why. Why? I know, but we've got all the that next year. It's just going to be bleh. <laughs> that, that's all. That, look at the new movies next year, Dave. Look at them. It's pathetic. <coughs> it's stupid. It's just every <laughs> single month there's a big new movie out all next year. Not just one, two or three. I mean, I'm not complaining if the cinemas reopen, like, could do with some entertainment and all fairness. It's going to cost uh, oh, a fortune. Actually, actually, it's probably a grand <laughs> idea to get everybody back in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Spread Doing the a massive thing every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. 
Fair enough, I'll take it back. Great idea. Great idea. Um, Great idea. Mulan. Worth a watch. Mulan? Yeah, worth a watch, mate. It's good. Uh, especially for somebody like me, who's really into Asian cinema. Uh, because there's loads of... Act- is it is it a black chick that plays Mulan? No. Oh, okay. No. I was just wondering. No, no, they've, they've, not, done, they've not done it to Mulan as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... No, uh, but there's like there's loads of. Um... They've not done it to Mulan as well. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell! <laughs> they have, they have, don't they? Um, they've not done it to Mulan as well. But um, you know, there's loads of like actors that I recognise. Some of them I can't name, but there's like the person who plays Mulan's dad is in every fucking um, Hong Kong movie you've ever seen. You'll recognise him as soon as you see him. Like Jackie Chan. Um, not Jackie Chan, um, but. Um, Jet Lee's in it, and Jason Scott Lee's in it, and loads of other people that are that are fucking no Donnie Yen. He's in it, and these are all oh fucking people I, I know from. Is it like, is it like the tech list? It's the tech list, man. They've got the big names. They've gone for the big names. I mean, Jet Lee ain't even got a massive role. You know, he's in it for about five minutes, but he's there. Yeah, you know? not a massive <laughs> so, person. He's very, he's a very little man. Still kick your ass though. Um, hey, he's yeah, got I don't to be. Know, Dave. I don't know. He's got to be like know. fucking 100 now as well, Jet Li. I don't know. I'd throw him around a bit. I don't think you'd get anywhere near him. I think you'd try. Oh, I think he even he just... even if you grabbed him, even if you were able to grab him, he'd still kick your ass. Look, I, I, I don't know. Fucking I don't know. Understand. I think I'd take Jet Li. <laughs> I think I'd grab I'd him. fucking have Jet Li. I would I'd fucking have him. I would, mate. I Definitely would. worth a watch. You know that? Definitely worth a watch. And uh, I think your kids will like it as well. Yeah, fair. That's my movie review this week. Uh, there's a couple of things that we, um, obviously we didn't. Oh, Doolittle's on Sky Cinema. I've noticed, I've noticed, yeah, that's possible. Can, ju- can I just say, I can't believe the critics panned that movie. I mean, granted, his accent's a bit crap, but what are, what are movie critics looking for now in a family comedy? Well, the... Um, what, what are they looking for? I thought it was great. I know I've mentioned it to you before, um... I'll have to find the the episode of Joe Rogan that he was on because he explains the origins of his Doolittle character and it's based on this other character um, that he's basically stole and adapted it for Doolittle. I, I that, don't care. That's the thing. With that, well, that's where the accent comes from and stuff. It, it like. was it was very good. It was just good. Yeah. It was. It was. Regardless, I think it's bad that Robert Downey Jr. has to defend the character. If you can see where I'm coming mm. from, he does a good job in, in, in pretty yeah, much every film. I just film. think it's a good film. I think it's great. I'm, it's on my list. It's definitely on my list of things to watch. I'm looking forward to looking forward to catching that. Um, uh, a couple of things that we haven't touched on, obviously, because we didn't do a podcast. And when we did the Instagram live um, the, news, wait, what, what? just before do just before we wrap up on do little. Sorry, oh, go on. sorry, I, I've got I've still got a bee in my bonnet over do little <laughs> because I was I was really cheesed off at the critics. This is how I rate good family movies. Okay, I've got a four and a six year old. Yeah, they don't move. They don't move. They, yeah, and they just watch. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm at, I'm at the stage with mine now. Where I mean, lads, he's, he's middle teens, so he's normally got one eye on his phone. One headphone on one ear, one eye on the TV, and then one ear on the TV. And, like, you can tell... The way you tell with him if he's enjoying it is his phone will just, like, slowly drop so yeah. he can't see it and his head will turn. Like, um, uh, that, that's how you tell with him. I mean, Letland, she she loves watching movies and TV and stuff anyway, so her eyes are I always just, glued to the screen. But Just as far, though, as a family comedy, there's the ape the gorilla that's absolutely petrified of everything. And I just thought that was funny. Every time someone went near him, he screamed. Ah! He, 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 just funny. I, I, you know what I mean? I just thought there was very subtle gags and I just thought it was a great film. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like I said, and it's I thought the critics were wrong on that one. <clears throat> it's definitely, definitely. I, so, think, I uh, think he does a good job of pretty much everything he's in anyway. I like Robert Downey Jr. Not just because it's cool to like Robert Downey Jr. You know, I've watched fucking films that nobody's heard of with Robert Downey Jr. And he's a he's a brilliant actor. Um, mm-hmm. And he does a good job of pretty much everything that he's in. Um, so what oh, it, I don't know about that. One of the news stories that we literally haven't touched on, and it's kind of old news now, that when we did Instagram Live, it had only just broke... And the plan was to talk about it on the Sunday on the podcast is the passing of Diego Maradona. Um, oh my God, yeah. That just seems like a while, such a while ago now. But um, 
we we were i mean we spoke about it over messenger and stuff um and you know for me not being a huge football fan diego maradona is just one of them names that everybody knows regardless of whether you like football or not you know it's he's up there for me the name maradona is there with the name palais it's there with the well for me personally it's there with the name um ronaldo as in brazilian ronaldo um you know it's these these are names that that through generations stand out you know what i mean like the, 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 this generation it'll be cristiano Maradona ronaldo Messi, was you know? exceptional it's uh for argentina during the 80s during the world cup um winning it tearing england apart um exceptional for napoli winning the league uh on two different occasions basically single-handedly winning the league there's yeah. churches for maradona in napoli there's you know he's a, i think he's a saint in napoli yeah, yeah you know that there is definitely churches shrines to maradona this was before he's passing this isn't this wasn't since he's died this has been for the past 20 30 years the he's a footballer that gets the imagination going because of his passion if you yeah. watch some of his aggression and there's fights if you take a look on youtube with maradona and their legendary um when he went to watch football matches he his daughter had to hold him back as he leaned over the side screaming yeah, onto yeah. the fans just out of passion and yes he's a legend in football but he's still a cheating wanker. <laughs> um, his biggest moment in football was defined by getting through by cheating. And that's okay in South America, but yeah. you're still a cheating little bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah. You still used your hand in order to gain that advantage, in order to gain that moment. So. I think it's just how people look at legends or heroes. Yes, I think he's been a trendsetter and what he did at Napoli was amazing, but you are still a cheaty little wanker. So mm. rest in peace, mate. You're a cheaty little wanker. <laughs> Do you know what? I know I know we spoke about this, but um, Gary Lineker has praised him, spoke very highly of him, uh, said what a really, really nice guy he was and how passionate he was for the game. And uh, he actually did an interview with Maradona um, and he, they discussed the whole hand of God incident, and and he said he said to him, "Do you see it as cheating?" And Maradona said, "I don't see it as cheating. I see it as cheeky." Uh, and he said, "It's just something. Yeah. It's something that we always did in South America. You know, if you can get away with it, then you got away with it, and it's just something that we did." And he says, "And maybe that isn't that isn't done in Europe, and that wasn't done around the world, but it's just what we did." And that's mm -hmm. just how we played football. I mean, but even with that hand of God, you can't deny the skill that that man had with the ball. You know what I mean? Um, oh, no, still no, 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 no. Still Take a, nothing away from him. Still a cheating little prick. But um, He's still a cheating little prick. I don't put him in the same bracket as Messi. Yeah, yeah. Or Ronaldo at this moment in time. I think they are head and shoulders above them. But... But in regards of name... He'll, he'll remain because he was one of the first. He yeah. was the train setter. He was the one everybody looked and aspired to be. Yeah. He was the, the rock star, the yeah, football yeah, rock yeah, that's star. It. You, go, you go through the generations of footballers and his hmm. name is one of them names that will always stand out. For, for the average, um, you know, kind of non... The average casual fan of football, they, they, know, the, like say, they know the name Palais, they know the name um, Ronaldo. And they'll know the name Maradona. You know More. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, they know the name um, Robin van der Laan. They know the name Neil Aspin. They know Ian Bogey. Like. <laughs> Cleon Bewley. They know um, <laughs> uh, Frestino Aspria. Like, <laughs> Alan Shearer. Philip Albert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Lovely. we're a few minutes away from wrapping this episode up, but before we do, we shall we um, shall we wrap up discussing our our vice when it comes to reality TV, Cleon? Because this our year, vice. it is over. 
It ended two days earlier than normal. It should have been tonight. But I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. 2020 has finished. <laughs> I'm a bit annoyed. I'm a bit annoyed because I completely missed the finish. Did you? Yeah, because just simply because um, I expected it to be tonight. Tonight, yeah, it was very quick the way they wrapped it all up. You know, they were doing double um, like eliminations yeah. for the week. Um, and you know what, man? I called it right the way down to the last three um, every single night. To me, it was just so obvious who was going to get voted out every night. Just the way yeah. that they divvied up the TV time, the personalities in camp, and I got it down to the last four, and I must admit, I was I struggled with the last three, but I stuck to my guns, because from day one, I was like, you know what, I think Vernon and Jordan and Giovanna are going to be the last three, but I was like, Shane's going to be there as well. Uh, I, I, I said it would be them four that would do Celebrity Cyclone before I knew that they'd built Celebrity Cyclone. I was hoping they would do it. Um, and and yeah, so I, I was like, you know what? Shane's, Shane's going. It's going to be the three that I called. Um, and I called the last two against me better judgment but i went you know what i i don't want these to be the last two i think the public are going to vote for these to be the last two and i got it down to the last two and you know what i couldn't call it i couldn't call the winner i was just like i, I can't i can't put an, a name on the winner i just don't know how the way the public I are going to vote i still don't know who she is um well that's the thing as well and when we discussed the entries when we discussed the people who were going into the castle she was the one where I said, I don't know who this person is. She's a podcaster. Does that make you a celebrity? Or is she Tom from um, McFly's wife? Is that what's made her a celebrity? Uh, turns out she's done pretty well for herself, you know what I mean? She um, She's interviewed some high-profile people, including royalty, and I think she's got that show on CBeebies now. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, she is a quote-unquote celebrity in her own right. But I think... What has captured, let's say, the hearts of the nation with it is f she's so fucking normal. Yeah. She's really normal, and she's really, like, like the, you know, they called her Mama G, and the, she was the mom of the group, and she really is. She's dead maternal. She's dead normal. And I think normal people have just related to her. They've completely and utterly yeah, related. They, there's, there's, no, there's no celebrity there in it at all whatsoever. And I think that's what's won it for her because she's gone in. She's been a normal self. She's been um, natural. And people have been able to go, oh, you know what? She's dead nice, she is. She deserves this. Yeah. She's dead nice. But I would have gone for any of them, you know, Vernon, Jordan, or, or G, to, to, to win that. She's done really well. So, you know, I'm not going to start listening to her I podcast. I would have preferred be Vernon. Yeah, I, I would love to have seen Vernon, Vernon win. I, I, I like Vernon Kay. He's, he's, he's cool, man. Um, you know, I, I think um, it would have been, it would have been would have been nice to see him win. He's he's funny, you know what I mean? And he, he, he yeah, I just think he's a he's a good character. Um, but you know, Jordan winning, uh, Jordan winning, what I, I would have been happy with, and uh, and yeah, she, she won. Good girl, girl. Girls done good because I guarantee we were we weren't the only people sitting there going who the fuck is she, who is I, this? I, 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 I'm you know still I mean? sitting here wondering who yeah. the who the fuck she is. She's done done well for herself. Um, so yeah, that's uh, another year wrapped up. How did you prefer? Did you prefer it in the castle? Um, to the yes, I did actually. Yeah. Um, did you feel that the um, Bush Tucker trials were easier than normal? Yes, I did that. Yeah. Actually, I, yeah. I, yeah. I thought snakes. that as well. I thought they were easier than normal. corn snakes and maggots. Um, and would you like to see them back in the jungle next year, um, or would you be I'd happy for another um, run in the castle? I'd like to see them. Oh, I'd like to see them somewhere completely out, somewhere else now. I like the idea now. Yeah. I like I'm a celebrity to get me out of here. I eat like somewhere else. else now. I like the idea of a different place. So, ooh, I think Rill. <laughs> Rill, just um, drop him in the middle of Rill. A Shally in Happy Days Camp. <laughs> um, you, just drop with him. Non stop entertainment. Drop him in the it. middle of. Drop him in the middle of a council estate in Rill with um, three weeks worth of um, uh, job seekers. 
Yeah. <laughs> see if they just see if they can survive it. <laughs> see if they survive it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell, for you. Oh, I'm um, a celebrity got me out of here real. I'm I'm also not too sure about whether I appreciated the lack of arguing in there. Everybody was just dead nice to each other. Um, yeah, and that could be. I think that could be a product of 2020. In all fairness, you know what I mean. That you know everybody's kind of changed the uh, the the train of thought and. You know, and, and in all fairness, they've been in that situation for three weeks. They've been in they've been in this situation where they're allowed to touch each other and hug each other and they went to the to the pub, you know what I mean? The the, the castle arms or whatever it's called. They've done stuff that us people out in the world can't do. We haven't yep. been able to do. They were in there while the rest of the country was in a national lockdown. It's like <laughs> you know. Um, so I think it's not too bad, is it, the way the other half lives. I, I'd have had to fucking fish eye for that, I'm telling you. You know what I mean? I'll eat a fish eye if I can, if I can do that. on a bollock. If I can get a hug from Vernon Kay and, uh, and go to the pub, I'll, uh, I'll eat a fish eye. Um, them's the rules. <laughs> Definitely do that. Anyway, I'm getting a bit short of breath, so let's wrap this up um, <laughs> for another week. <laughs> uh, a big thanks to people who listen week in and week out. Um, sorry that we didn't deliver a show last week, but I was busy... Uh, uh, catching covid apparently that's a that was a that was the thing that happened um don't forget if you enjoy the show share us out amongst your friends and your family tell the world about us share us on social media give us a like give us a follow subscribe 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 and leave us a review if you can leave us a review on whatever podcast app you use to listen to us uh, follow us on our social media on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash shingles list podcast on twitter it's at shingles list pc you can follow me at shingler mvoc you can follow cleon at kale Bewley. follow me on instagram it's shinglers underscore list you guys are awesome and as long as i'm not on a fucking ventilator i'll see you next time <laughs> <Fuck it up. laughs>